What's up everybody and welcome back to DualSense Gaming, a PlayStation 5 podcast all about the PlayStation 5. If you didn't know, I do this podcast for my YouTube, so definitely check that out. Saint X Elijah, I'm Elijah, and uh, today, there's this week, there's been a lot of news, so we're going to get through it all. I'm going to talk about a few games I've been playing, finally got around to playing Outriders, so I'm going to have some opinions on that, and then for our topic, I'm going to talk about Life is Strange, since we just got the announcement for Life is Strange Remastered, as well as Life is Strange 3, so lots to talk about today, I'm just gonna hop right into it because I feel like you guys don't need a huge intro, and yeah, I'm already a little late on this episode, I think I'm only going, I'm going to keep uploading on Fridays, but I'm not gonna set the goal of 3pm on Fridays because I think that's unreasonable for me because I try and get Friday's news in, and if there's a long... If there's a lot of news, it's a lot to write down, but I'm going to try and keep working on managing better because I definitely could manage better, and uh, so we'll see how that goes. But this week, let's start with the games I've been playing. That's right, that's right, I got quite a few games on here, few PS4 games, few PS5 games, and I ain't going to talk too much about the PS4 games, but I will mention them really quick. Rogue Company, I just platinumed. That is a free-to-play game. I've been playing this for a while, you guys know. Now that I got the platinum, I don't think I'll be playing this very much anymore. I think this is uh, probably going to get deleted soon. The game is fun and all, but I think it gets a little frustrating, and there's a lot of glitches in the game, which there really shouldn't be in a game like that. So, I got the Platinum, though. It's a fun Platinum to get. If you're looking for a Platinum and uh, maybe you don't have a lot of money to spend, it is a free-to-play game, multiplayer, competitive, team-based, all that good stuff, third-person shooter. Next up, I've been playing Spyro 2 on PS4, well, on PS5, but it is a PS4 game. I love Spyro 2. I think I like Spyro 1 more. I think I can say that now. I feel like that's acceptable. I like how Spyro 2 has a story, but it's like... Um, I don't know. The, the, I don't have the nostalgia that I have for Spyro 2 as I do for Spyro 1. So I'm just, I'm gonna keep playing that and I'll probably play through Spyro 3 and then I can finally determine what Spyro is my favorite. Though I think it's gonna be Spyro 1 just because I have so many memories of that. Last PS4 game I've been playing Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped. I've been playing this game on the PS5, though it is a PS4 game, and I'm trying to get the Platinum in this game, which requires you to speedrun it without dying. So that's going to be pretty hard, but I think if I just keep working at it, I can get it, and it'll be a good Platinum to have, considering this is my favorite favorite Crash game. And uh, I'm on, like, the final world, so I only have, like... 10 more levels to beat, and then I gotta start speedrunning it, but 
we'll see how it goes. I already have the Spyro 2 Platinum, been trying to get some trophies lately, so Crash 3 Warped, my favorite Crash game. I suggest it over Crash 4, which just came out on the PS5, the PS5 version, so I definitely think 3 is a better game. Let's move on to the PS5 games I've been playing. I've been playing Tim Tim as usual, similar to Pokemon but more advanced. I feel like I need to start recording more of these. I might start recording two of these at a time every week and then just start backlogging them because I feel like there's not much I can do on stream. I've already pretty much evolved all the Tim Tim there are to catch in the game so far. I've been doing a Let's Play series, so that's where I progress through the story, but I tr just grind my levels and evolve Tim Tim on stream. But yeah, I think that there's just not enough Tim Tim in the game. They definitely need to add more. This is an early access game. I would still suggest it. I believe it's $40 and it's fully co-op and it's an MMO and it's like Pokemon and it's better than Pokemon in every way in my opinion, except that it definitely needs more Tim Tim, which is something they are adding. But you know, the game's in early access, so it's to be expected, but it is a shame when you get to a new area and you just see the same Tim Tim as in the previous area, because I think there's only 80 in the game right now, but, and some of those are obviously evolutions, a lot of them are. Next, I've been playing Borderlands 3. Uh, Borderlands 3, man, I really enjoyed it in the beginning, but it is kind of like, wow, this feels just like Borderlands 2, which felt just like Borderlands 1. And what's weird about Borderlands 3 is they act like the pre-sequel never existed when I felt the pre-sequel advanced Borderlands in a lot of ways, adding new gun variety and uh, lots of dialogue options that Borderlands 3 doesn't have, so it almost feels like a step backwards for me. So I'm really kind of disappointed in Borderlands 3. I'm not surprised. I don't think the developer Gearbox is very good, even though I love Borderlands 1 and I liked 2. Uh, I think that they got lucky with Borderlands and they just keep trying to make the same game but it's not 2010 anymore or whenever Borderlands 1 came out. That was a PS3 game that was so long ago and it's like this just feels outdated and it, it's, the, it's what I'm worried about that Back 4 Blood, the new Left 4 Dead game is gonna feel like where it's just like I've already played this, and it was 10 years ago, and I like to think video games have evolved in that time, but Borderlands 3 has not evolved in that time. It is, there's some improvements, but it's just, it's Borderlands, you know, if you liked Borderlands 2, you like Borderlands 3, but I don't know, man, I like to see evolution. And Borderlands 3 is not very 
Not very different from Borderlands 2. Last game I've been playing Outriders, the demo. I think this game's been getting mixed reviews and everything. I actually enjoy the game. I think the story is very interesting, going to a new, uh, new world after Earth has blown up or something like that. Earth is no longer sustainable, so they find a new world. And then, you know, you see new wildlife and new everything. And I think it's really cool. And there's a time jump in there. It's a pretty cool game. I would definitely suggest the demo because it's free. It's a lot like Borderlands, but I'm actually enjoying it more than Borderlands just because it's different. It's a third-person game. The guns all feel the same. That's probably my biggest negative with the game. It doesn't feel very very much like the guns are powerful they just feel like they exist so that you can get the job done but so far outriders pretty good played for two hours the demo is supposed to be two to three hours so i think i probably have one more hour to go and then there's side quests i don't know if i'll do that i don't know if i'll even buy outriders it depends on what i'm doing at the time the game releases but you know as a as a game that's like Borderlands, I like it more than Borderlands, which isn't saying much because, like I said, Borderlands just feels old, but Outriders is far from perfect. I, from what I've played, it feels like a 7 out of 10. Of course, I can't give full a full review on it because I haven't even beaten the demo, but it feels like it's it's okay, but it's not like amazing, pretty much. It's my opinion on Outriders. Been playing it with Devon. If you want to see the gameplay, it is on my YouTube channel, St. X Elijah. Let's hop into the news. Biggest news of the week. PSVR 2 controllers have officially been shown off. I'm going to read to you what Push Square uh, posted about it on their blog each controller will have an analog stick which is a big improvement over the playstation move controllers for a start the device will have adapted trigger triggers haptic feedback and finger touch detection the controller can detect your fingers without any pressing in the areas where you place your thumb index or middle fingers this enables you to make more natural gestures with your hands during gameplay the controller will be tracked by the headset itself rather than a camera placed next to your TV, which I love because that was always the biggest problem. The new controllers appear to feature every single button present on a PS5 controller except for the touchpad and the D-pad. The wishlist feature... Oh, I'm reading the next piece of news. I'm going to talk about the PS5 VR news first. Okay, so... I'm pretty excited about this. I like how they got rid of the camera because I thought that was the most frustrating and annoying part about VR. And these controllers, the way they look and being described as using the, the actual headset to detect what you're doing and you don't even have to push buttons for it to know where your fingers are gets me very excited. And I think I probably will get the VR too, the PSVR too. As long as one of my friends will get it too, and as long as there's a social game that I can play. I really think Sony should make their own social game like a VR chat or a rec room, but you know, put a first party studio on it. I think that would be 
very cool or even if you hire a second party to do it that's fine too but i think those are the best games you meet friends there then you talk to your friends and they'll be like have you played the new rick and morty vr and then that that sells games you know and i think it needs that and i think building a playstation home-esque uh psvr game would be very smart and i hope they do that but I don't know if they will, obviously, that's just, that would be my number one request. But so far, everything sounds really good about the PSVR 2. I'm still super surprised that they're making it, considering the PSVR, uh, I think, has really died down, and everyone I know that has one doesn't play it anymore. I don't play it anymore. It's just a huge annoyance setting it up and keeping it set up and everything. So hopefully PSVR 2 will fix a lot of issues. It sounds like it will. And I'm super excited because I love the VR. It just takes too much out of me to set it up. It's, it's just too much. But it sounds like the PSVR 2 might not be too much. So I'm very excited for it. We'll have to wait and see if they got that social game because that's really what matters to me next big news story a real small news story i started reading this earlier the wishlist feature has returned to the playstation store on web browsers get hyped if you uh use the ps store on web browsers you would know the wishlist feature disappeared for a while even though it is on the ps5 but now it's back so that's cool uh, I put that in big news, maybe that's small news, but it's news nonetheless. Let's move on to the smaller news now. First smaller news, real small here. Uh, second Immortals Phoenix Rising DLC is coming out March 25th. It's called Myths of the Eastern Realm and it let me see it will include a new open world area to explore a new character to play as named ku and a new narrative including a different supporting class cast it's all themed chinese mythology so that's cool uh i don't know if you guys have played immortals phoenix rising I've played it and it feels like a game made for children in my opinion, so I definitely wouldn't suggest it. Maybe if you have like a, a son or a daughter you could buy it for them, but I would definitely not suggest it if you're, uh, you know, an aged gamer such as myself. Next news story, Dying Light 2 is coming in 2021, believe it or not, they put out a video saying this, the last great human settlement exists within an unforgiving infected world, exceptional agility and combat skills will make you a powerful ally and a valuable commodity with your unique abilities you have the power to be an agent of change within this decaying metropolis, use it wisely. I love Dying Light 1. Never played the following. I would love if they gave out the following for free. That would be cool, but I don't think they will. Because why would they? But Dying Light 2 was announced 27 years ago. And it looks like it's coming out this year, guys. Can you believe it? I can't. 
but we'll see. Next news, the Outer Worlds update 1.7 adds 60 frames per second support on the PS5. So that's cool. If you have the Outer Worlds, you can just download the update and get better frames. I have the Outer Worlds. It's like Fallout, but it's better. Yeah. Okay, next, Watch Dogs Legion PS5 update will add crossplay with PS4 and possibly other consoles in the future. I think it's ridiculous it doesn't have PS5, PS4 crossplay. I think that's really weird. But uh, they're adding it. And uh, there is no release date. I'm assuming it'll come out this year. I don't care about Watch Dogs Legion at all because I'm not an Ubisoft fan, but. If you are, I'm sure you're really disappointed by that PS5, PS4 crossplay not being possible. So hopefully that fixes it when they add it later this year. Next up, very exciting, The Lord of the Rings Golem to debut first footage at Future Game Show Spring Showcase scheduled for March 25th at 5.45pm Eastern. We're finally going to see The Lord of the Rings Golem game. Very excited, I know nothing about it, so I'm just excited to see a trailer and to see, you're, are you playing Golem? Is that what it is? Because I'm down. I like uh, Gollum. He's one of my favorite characters. I like Lord of the Rings a lot. And it would be nice to get better Lord of the Rings content than those Assassin's Creed Lord of the Rings games and uh, The Hobbit. So maybe this will be the start to the new Lord of the Rings. Uh, good quality content, right? Next news, Returnal on PS5 will have an online feature similar to Dark Souls where you can see other players who have died previously in their playthroughs. And what's cool about this is it takes it one step farther and you can either loot their corpse or you can avenge the player's death and get even better loot, presumably. Uh from avenging them. I think that's really cool. I'll be excited to see it. I'm really excited for Returnal. I was skeptical for a long time and then I just read a lot about it and now I'm pretty freaking hyped. I'm more hyped for Returnal than It Takes Two. It Takes Two is the big game this month. Returnal the big game next month so I gotta wait another month but It Takes Two will hold me until then, right? Hold, hold me in its arms. Okay, then we got the final small news here for you. Marvel's Avengers adds Black Panther War for Wakanda <laughs> expansion to PS5 and PS4. This year, the expansion will be free for existing owners of the game, and it'll include the Wakandan jungle biome, new enemies, and much more. I still know nothing about this game. Is this game real? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, new game announcements. Disco Elysium confirmed for the 30th of March. Disco Elysium is a groundbreaking role-playing game. You're a detective with a unique skill system at your disposal and a whole city block to carve your path across. Interrogate unforgettable characters, crack murders, or take bribes. Become a hero 
or an absolute disaster of a human being. I've probably watched this trailer five times, and I don't know what the game's about. So I guess it's not the game for me. But Disco Elysium, go check out the trailer. Maybe it's the game for you. Next up, the signifier coming to PS5, journey from the real world into the surreal realms of objective memories and subjective experiences and the psychological thriller, experimental parapsychology, artificial intelligence and technology intersect to solve puzzles, unravel dialogue, and seek the truth. This looks like a walking simulator, but also horror. So... Uh, and it's like you you look through memories and you discover stuff. Definitely check out the trailer if you're into horror games. Seems like a smaller little indie horror game walking simulator type thing if you're into that. Next up, read only memories Neurodriver. Neurodiver. Play a psychic detective known as ES88 and chase down a rogue esper who's hidden themselves in the memories of others. With the help of your psychic abilities and a genetically engineered creature known as a neurodiver, you choose the way to take them out, but hurry, these memories are fading fast. This looks like a, what, what are they called, a, a text adventure, where you, you read and then you choose what you want to do, and then you read more, like choose your own uh, ending storybook. Choose your own adventure. That's what it looks like, but it's a video game. So there you go. Next up, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance coming this June. The world of Dungeons and Dragons comes to life. And an explosive action RPG filled with real-time combat and dynamic co-op. Choose your hero and join up to three other friends to battle legendary monsters, earn powerful gear, and unlock new abilities to take on even bigger challenges. Wow, if you like Dungeons and Dragons, check it out. Uh, I watched the trailer and it looked exactly like the description. So. It's, uh, it's like a sword game with swords. Next up, Hell Let Loose coming this year. Join the ever-expanding experience of Hell Let Loose, a hardcore World War II first-person shooter with epic battles of 100 players with infantry, tanks, artillery, and dynamic shifting frontline and a unique resource-based RTS-inspired medic game. This game looks like Planetside, but World War II. So... I don't know how much this game will cost, but maybe I'll check it out when it comes out if my friend also buys it, because I like World War II. It's my favorite video. It's my favorite war to play in video games, because my first Call of Duty was Call of Duty World at War, so I'm just nostalgic for World War II. And this game looks cool. I like the 100-player epic battles. Hopefully it's team-based, kind of similar to Battlefield, where uh, maybe you have benefits for being in a squad and stuff. I really don't know anything about this game, but the trailer looked cool. I know there's a closed beta, only if you purchase the game, so uh, pretty cool. I wish the beta was for everyone, but uh, it's just if you buy the game. 
Operation Tango is the next game on the list. It takes two to save the world in this as asymmetrical spy thriller. Pair up with a friend as a special agent or elite hacker, and work together to bring a high-tech global menace to its knees. This looks like a puzzle game made for two, a first-person puzzle game made for two. Uh, didn't look interesting to me, but maybe if you like puzzle games and you have friends, it will look good to you. Next up, Heavenly Bodies wrangle the hands and arms of a 1970s space cosmonaut and push, pull, and twist your way through an increasingly precarious, precarious range of physically simulated stellar scenarios where without gravity, nothing is still, nothing is secure, and nothing is simple. This game kind of looks like a jokey game. Uh, where you like move your arms in a in a jokey way to manipulate stuff, but I only watched the trailer for ten seconds, so what do I know? <laughs> I don't know anything. Okay, next Scarlet Nexus June release date PS5. Choose between Yorto and Kasane, Elite Psionix, each armed with a talent in psych. Psychokinesis and their own reason to fight. Complete both of their stories to unlock all the mysteries of a brain punk future caught between technology and psychic abilities. This is an anime game for all you anime fans out there. Make sure you pre-order this one. It's $60. I watched the trailer. And I don't know what's going on. I don't understand anime. And then I watched it again. I don't know what's happening. I don't I don't understand. Next Rustler is Retro Grand Theft Auto in uh, ye old days for PS5. That's what, uh, what's it called? Push Square had to say about it. Become a medieval thug in a crazy open world action game full of pop culture references. Complete insane quests. Kill heroes. Steal horses. Fight guards. Rob peasants. Listen to some bard music and much more. All packed in old school gameplay style. So it's like the old GTAs before they were third person. But it's like a jokey medieval game based on Grand Theft Auto. So if that sounds interesting to you, check out the trailer. Uh, maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll like it. Next up, Life is Strange. This is what the topic's going to be about, so I'm not going to talk too much about this one. But it's called Life is Strange True Colors. Alex Chin hides her curse, the psychic power of empathy, the ability to absorb the emotions of others. When her brother dies in a so-called accident, Alex must embrace her power to find the truth. Pre-order now to get four additional in-game outfits. Oh, hype. Uh, next PS5 console exclusive Project Athea, renamed Forspoken, officially named Forspoken, launching in 2022. This is what the PlayStation blog had to say. I actually went on the PS blog for this one. Forspoken is an action RPG where you would take on the role of Frey Holland, an ordinary young woman who must harness her magical abilities to survive in a fantastical and dangerous land called Athea. As Frey, you will embark on a thrilling otherworldly adventure and face treacherous trials to unravel the mystery behind the unknown land of Athea and awaken something much more from within. If you watch the trailer for this game, 
Uh, it's not really any gameplay or anything, but there's dragons. So if you like dragons, I like dragons. They're pretty cool. I like God of War, and it had dragons in it. And I like how big the dragons can feel. I, I felt that in God of War, and I felt that in... The Last Guardian, where there's something huge and intimidating, and and you just feel you feel it, you know. And I'm hoping this game you will feel you will feel the dragon. Next game, Life is Strange Remaster Collection adds full facial mocap on the PS5. Experience the BAFTA award-winning story of Life is Strange, now beautifully remastered with enhanced visuals and vastly improved animation using mocap technology. Again, I'll talk about this in the topic. Next game, there's so many more. There's like 20 more. Necromunda? Necromunda. Hired Gun Blasts. I don't don't know what this says. Necromunda Hired Gun is coming in June. Become a hired gun. The money's good, the dog's loyal, and the gun's reliable. Embark on a fast-paced, violent, and thrilling FPS set in the darkest reaches of Warhammer, 40k's most infamous hive city. I, I felt like this was Warhammer, but I didn't know. I just read that, and... It seems like a more jokey game. If you ever played that Tower of Guns game that was free with Plus, that's what it looked like, but with way better graphics. It looks pretty cool. Uh, Reminded me of Doom and Tower of Guns. So if those are your kind of thing, check out Necromunda. It's all about running in and shooting everything you see, and you also have a dog. So check that out. Next game, this is probably my highlight, my most interested game. It's called Cozy Grove, and it's coming to PS5 sometime after April. It's coming to PS4 in April, PS5 a bit later, it says. Welcome to Cozy Grove, a game about camping on a haunted, ever-changing island as a spirit scout. You wander the island's forest each day, finding new hidden secrets and helping soothe the local ghosts. With a little time and a lot of crafting, you'll bring color and joy back to Cozy Grove. This game reminded me of Don't Starve, but if Don't Starve wasn't the hardest game ever made, and it was nice and friendly. And that's Cozy Grove, so check that out. I love Don't Starve together, but... I wish it was easier. It's very frustrating, that game. But Cozy Grove looks fun. Not as deep as Don't Starve or anything, but it just looks like a nice little fun game. Next up, Hell Breachers coming March 24th. A journey to the hell and back. Hell Breachers is a retro-styled action platformer with RPG character progressive... Progression system? I'm sorry, guys. I shouldn't do a podcast. Choose one of three heroes and then one of ten specializations. Progress through spectacular locations and take on challenging bosses. Uh, This game looks terrible, but check it out. Hellbreachers. It's on your PS5 right now under Coming Soon. You can look at screenshots. Uh... Yeah, it doesn't look good. Evil Inside coming March 25th. Evil Inside is the first person psychological horror game after the death of his mother and the arrest of his father for it. Mike decides to contact her using the spiritual board, but it fades away and here is when all 
here is when all begins. That's what it says. I copied and pasted that. Mark will face his greatest fears to discover the truth. This is the game that looks like PT. So if you like PT, wanted it to be a little deeper, check out Evil Inside coming March 25th. Next up, One Escape. One day, three buddies decided to rob a bank. This comes out March 26th, by the way. But something went wrong, and the cops showed up. Now these feisty felons need to smarten up and make the most incredible jailbreak. This is another one of those $5 games, and you can tell. I will bet money to you that this game will be $4.99 when it comes out on March 26th. Next game, biggest game coming out this month, I'd say. It Takes Two, coming out 3, slash 26, March 26. Embark on the craziest journey of your life and It Takes Two. Invite a friend to join for free with Friends Pass and work together across a huge variety of gleefully disruptive gameplay challenges. So maybe, I know I'm playing this right away when it comes out, so maybe I'll be talking about it next episode, but I'm not sure. But I'm playing this with Devon, going to be doing it on YouTube, so you can check it out if you want. But It Takes Two, coming 326, going to be playing it right away. I'm pretty excited for it. I didn't love A Way Out. It's by the same people who made that. But, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. This is a 3D platformer, and I love 3D platformers, and I love co-op games. So, in theory, I should love this. It looks very cute and looks very fun. So, last, last one. Escape from One Life coming 3 slash 31, March 31st. Escape from Life, Inc. in a quirky, story-driven puzzle platformer where you switch between three animals, a walking fish, an arrogant eagle, and a stuttering reindeer. Together with plenty of wacky characters, help, help these three unlikely friends escape the alien lab. This game looks like it was made in Microsoft Paint, but I got something special for you guys. I will be having a first impressions of this game coming out next week. So, you know, check that out. I, I already got the game early for free, thanks to the developers. Haven't played it yet, uh, but I will be next week, and I hopefully will have the video up. I need to check if it's under embargo or not. Okay, let's go to the games that came out this week. We got a few games, actually. And I have some stuff to say about them. The first game is Can't Drive This, which came out March 19th. Can't Drive This is a competitive co-op multiplayer party racing game. Drive your monster truck while your friend builds the road in front of you. Oh, and don't go too slow, or you'll explode, like in that Sandra Bullock movie, and what she kinda does the same thing, but on a bus. Also, she doesn't explode. Also, Keanu Reeves was in the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, this game looks cool if you have local co-op friends. I don't have any friends, so I think I will have to pass on this one. Sadly, I would definitely play it if I had friends. Okay, next game, Sumatra. I could be saying that wrong. Sumatra Fate of Yandi came out March 19th. Lost and alone in the jungle after a terrible landslide, Yandi must find his way home to his beloved partner, Adiratna. 
I'm probably saying that wrong. Many dangers and secrets will be revealed as he makes his way through vast expanses of unexplored forest and desolate and desolate wasteland. This game is a point and click adventure, but it does look cool and I like the graphics, so I might actually play this on stream. I'm debating it. Check me out on twitch.tv slash saintxelijahyt if you want to possibly watch that, leave a follow. And also you can talk to me on there, so that's a benefit too. Next game in Rays of the Light, which I actually have a YouTube video up right now if you want to check it up. There's only you, the abandoned remains of a former life and the flourishing nature that feels great in the absence of man. This world is both gloomy and empty, but so incredibly beautiful. So this game's a horror game, but it takes like an hour to get started. So it's like a, it's definitely a walking simulator. There's no enemies or anything in this game. And I played for an, I played for 50 minutes. And then maybe at about 40 minutes, it starts getting a little scary. So it's like one of those movies where... It just goes on and on and on and on and on. And then you're like... It makes you question, is this horror? And then it gets to horror. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess... I guess it just took a while. And this is the game. This is the game of those movies. So check it out and raise the light $7.99 on the PlayStation 5. Next up, we have Monster Truck Championship, which came out March 16th. From Las Vegas to Orlando, go head-to-head -head against experienced drivers in drag races and freestyle competitions. But before you can pull off donuts, wheelies, and bicycles, you must first tune your truck to perfection. These machines are colossal and spectacular, yet highly technical to drive. This game has online and up to eight players online, so... Check it out, Monster Truck Championship. If you like Monster Trucks, looking for a racing game. Haven't played it. I'm not too big into racing, but looks okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about Monster Trucks, so looks okay. Uh, final game, Shing, which came out March 18th. Experience the most exciting and immersive beat-em-up combat system ever. Become a kick-ass ninja and slice some demons to style. In style. Join a band of wise-cracking warriors in a bloody adventure through the land of mythical monsters and mysterious machines. It's uh, similar to Castle Crashers or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, but it doesn't look that uh, polished as those games. But, you know, if you're looking for a beat-em-up, check it out. Now, let's move on to our topic, which today is Life is Strange. As you guys know, I don't spend a lot of time on the topics, only like 5 to 10 minutes. But, you know, it's just fun to have a little topic here. And once I get a guest, I'll be able to spend more time on it. But me alone, there's only so much I can say. I guess I'm not, I'm not talented in, uh, in any way. So let's hop on into the topic. So, Life is Strange 1, Life is Strange Before the Storm, which I actually never played, and Life is Strange 3 were all just announced coming to PS5, Life is Strange 1, and Before the Storm being remastered with mocap, and Life is Strange 3 will obviously use mocap 2. 
First, I'm going to talk about my opinions on the other Life is Strange, except before the storm. I do plan on playing that. I was thinking, man, I was watching the trailer, right, for 3, and I was like, I should play before the storm. And then they announced before the storm's getting remastered, and it's like, should I wait? So I need to decide if if I should wait or not on that. I could maybe do it on YouTube, but I'm doing way too much on YouTube now to do that. Unless I finish Tim Tim or something, and then I could do it. But I just have too much going on on YouTube right now to even think about doing another series on there. Uh, Life is Strange 1, I absolutely loved. It was one of the first games I ever streamed. Life is Strange and Minecraft were the first games I streamed, and Tomb Raider. Uh, and, I'm sorry about saying uh, a lot, but Life is Strange 1, one of my favorite games at the time. I haven't played it in a long time. Maybe I'll play it again, but it's kind of more than anything else I've ever watched or played it's something that I just feel like I can't play it again like I just shouldn't or I won't have the same reactions and I won't have the same love for the game because I have such a fond memory of it I have certain scenes and the ending's terrible but the journey going there and episode 4 and the way it connected to me on a level deeper than just about any other game has ever done. I just feel like I can't play it again, but I never played before the storm. And I, I really should play that. I played Life is Strange 2 after Life is Strange 1. It came out a couple years later. I think Life is Strange 2 is a bad game. I, When I first played it, I thought it was a 6 out of 10. But time away from it, I feel like it's a 4 out of 10. I think the ending sucked. And the ending I got anyways. I don't know how many endings there are to that game. But I tried two different endings out. And they were both terrible. And... I feel like the characters weren't that cool, and it's just strange that, like, thinking back to it, I was, like, at a weed farm, and then in a desert, and it's like, what? <laughs> and I thought the beginning was really good, and uh, the whole cop storyline was really cool, and what it did with that, but as the game went on, it was just like... I don't know, man. It just wasn't the first game, and, you know, you're going to be comparing the two, which got, gets me worried about 3. Now, what's cool about 3 is it is all coming out at the same time, so it won't be episodic. Thank God episodic games, I think, are a thing of the past. They didn't work. Obviously, they didn't work. That's such a bad way. You can't just put one-fifth of your game out. That's so bad, but it's all coming out same day. I'm sure I'll look into it, and uh, it, depending on the re reviews, I might get it. The game looks very musical and very emotional, and those are two things that I want from Life is Strange. I felt the first game was very musical. I connected with the music, 
and obviously I connected with the emotions. But the second game, I don't remember music in that game at all. I'm sure there was music in the game, but I can't, I can't think of any looking back. I can't think of a single time where I was listening to music in that game. And that was a big part of Life is Strange 1, and I think it will be a big part in Life is Strange 3. Maybe it wasn't 2, but it didn't connect with me. And so I'm hoping that will connect. And I hope that it's a good story. I think it will be better because it is all coming out at the same time, so they're not like... It's it's such a bad design to put it out one by one because you just lose that momentum and I think even in development they lost that momentum it would always the endings were always bad even in the first one the ending was bad and I'm excited for Life is Strange 3 you know I'm a little worried Life is Strange 2 I think wasn't good in my opinion I didn't like it so but I love the first one and maybe they I don't know what the reception was for the second one, but it can't be as good as the first one because the first one even had mixed reception. I remember it getting like 6 out of 10s, and I thought that was crazy because I loved it so much. One thing I will say about the third game is graphically, it looks terrible. It looks really bad. And I don't know why they're... I. I guess it's the engine they're using. It just looks terrible. And it's cool that they got motion capture, but it's like, can't you make this look a little better? It just looks so bad. And even, you know, I, Life is Strange has always looked bad. Even the first one, when it came out, it looked bad. But it's only gotten worse as games have gotten better. It's it's the same problem that Telltale Games had, where it's just like, wow, these look bad. The Walking Dead was fine. That was five years ago. And now, the what was the latest one? Minecraft Story Mode? It looks terrible. But, uh, you know, I didn't play the later seasons in The Walking Dead. But that's not what this is about. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, Life is Strange 3, looking forward to it, interested in it. Let me know what you guys think, and remember to leave a review for the podcast. You know, I'll take four stars. No one's been rating the podcast, so, you know, I was asking for five. I think I was asking for too much. Four stars, guys. Give me give me that four-star rating, you know. That would make me happy. Leave some feedback, some comments or whatever, reviews. That's what it is. And check out my YouTube channel, Saint X Elijah. I do this all for YouTube. Right now, it's mostly Let's Plays, but I am just trying to get better at managing everything so then I can do less Let's Plays and more uh, quality scripted edited videos that will actually bring in a new following and that'll be cool right now it's just I'm doing a let's play of Outriders Borderlands and Tim Tim but I plan once Borderlands is over you know I'm not going to replace it with anything once Tim Tim's over I'm not replacing it with anything 
I'm just going to be playing new games as they come out with It Takes Two and Returnal and Ratchet and Clank and Back for Blood and stuff. So sometimes there might be two series going at the same time, but it'll never be three like it is now. I just wanted to do Outriders since it was new. And I wanted to get some backlog content on my YouTube. Also, check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash SaintXElijahYT to see me play games live. I play PlayStation Indies on there as well as Tim Tim. So definitely check that out. Join the Discord. The link is in the description of the YouTube videos if you want to stay connected and talk and listen to music and know when I'm going to be streaming and play games together and pretty much everything. That's the the main place to join if you want to be friends. And then follow me on Twitter at SaintXElijah. I try and reply to everyone and I post a tweet a day about life and what's going on if you want a little background uh, of my life follow me on twitter and you know subscribe to the podcast whatever it is review it do all that good stuff i really appreciate it and hopefully the podcast will continue to grow uh, no matter how slow because i like to do it and even though i can't seem to stick that 3 p.m time that I set my goal to. I will have a new episode every Friday, just not at 3 p.m. I'll just do it on Fridays because sometimes I got to work and sometimes there's a lot of news and sometimes I don't have gameplay recorded. I got to figure out how to record gameplay while also streaming on Twitch. Once I figure that out, uh, that'll be a whole hour of save time. But hope you guys enjoyed the video. I will see you guys next week for some more news. Hopefully not as busy a news week, but we will see. And uh, maybe if we're lucky, It Takes Two will be out and we'll be able to talk about that. But until then, hope you guys have a great day. Hope you guys have fun playing your PS5. Hopefully your friends can get one soon. I know they're still sold out everywhere, but hopefully soon. And I will see you next week. Until then, goodbye everybody.